0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavoured Snapple near you.
1: Hello, I'm grony McGuire, and this is Chantelle and pate Hello Take our hand and stroll down Memory Lane with us as we remember the, the way, way they were. Hi, Chantelle. Hi, Grania. How are you? I'm very good. It has been, I think, a bumper week for the for people who care about the love lives of celebrities, especially celebrity splits. Most certainly. Who knew? A salad dressing was going to play such an iconic part Huge. in the split between Hollywood royalty Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde. Uh, who I never,
2: never has balsamic vinegar and olive oil and some <laughs> lemon juice mattered so much to a coupling. Who knew? R- Wrecked such devastation, devastation. Right. <laughs> One of my favourite, favourites And to all the people who claim that none of this happened I can 100% um, the, That is such a detail The salad dressing for starters I just 100% believe it And I 100% believe that he laid in front of her car So she couldn't drive out of the driveway So
1: this is, just in case people are like We've, This is obviously mid-conversation um, It's not um, It's the story that in the split between Olivia Wilde and Jason Seducas Which is genuinely, oh the messiness it's a gift for us you know we're, the world is going through a difficult time they're generous this couple are doing the work for us all so apparently according to a nanny who used to work for the couple a key moment in the split was when jason saw that olivia was making her famous salad dressing her special salad her dressing, he special salad dressing and then taking it to harry harry styles, styles. bring it on he knew setting. that harry styles and, he, and jason kept saying
2: to the nanny she's taking the special salad dressing and the nanny was like what's this salad dressing and jason said, "Well, she has this special salad dressing you see it's very special to us and she's made it again but now it's going to harry not me and that's why he laid in front of her car so she couldn't um leave the leave the driveway i'm sorry and she went back to the house they'd argue some more she tried to leave again he laid in front of the car etc the only part I don't get is why Olivia didn't just call an Uber. Like she can afford it, she can probably get an XL. Just like, just call a car. What are you waiting for? You don't have to go in your own. I'm sure you can. I'm sure the driver would allow the bowl of salad dressing as another passenger. I think it'll survive the trip. So she, I'm sure she has great Tupperware. Come on. Do you think
1: Olivia Wilde is going to be the, like the next Paul Newman?
2: Is this what this she's going to launch? This is what I said. If you've been watching our Instagram, if you haven't, you're missing out. I said she'd have a recipe book of salad dressings out by this Christmas, and yeah, if she doesn't have wild zone to compete with Newman's own. She is missing a trick because we all want it. I don't give it. I want the dressing I'm willing to pay for. I would pay good money to have wild zone salad dressing. I'm sure it's a light vinaigrette. I'm sure it's a very low fat light vinaigrette and I would love to have that. I love a salad.
1: <laughs> Who doesn't love a salad? Who Harry's a salad? Harry's dolls paid for that salad dressing. Now we should be allowed to pay for it too. <laughs> That's right. And a salad dressing liked
2: by two straight ostensibly men is very hard to come by so I'm really (laughs) into this I really want to try it I love it and I hope that people saying oh we want this couple to be on your show we have to let this for for lack of a better word marinate for a bit because I think there's more to come from these two so I kind of hope no one picks them too soon because I think we're missing there's a lot more stories there's a lot more runway left
1: here don't you think yeah Events are still unfolding. Indeed, indeed. Much like the French Revolution, it's still too soon to comment on the celebrity split.
2: Yes, but I do with you, I thank them so much for giving us this. There's been some other darker stuff happening. The Brangelina of it all, some very dark situations happening there, of course. So this was such a lovely, nice, ridiculous Celeb scandal story that I can't help but just thank them both. Yeah, I want to shake their hands. Thank you. This is what we need.
1: Is there there any story that caught your eye?
2: This was it? (laughs) What else (laughs) are you talking about? Are you you out of your mind? What else was there?
1: (laughs) This was the story. I love it. Well, you know what I am absolutely obsessed with? What's that? This week's guest. Oh, we are so lucky to have her. It is the incredible, funny, brilliant, fascinating journalist and writer, coco can the, the way, way they, they were so coco we're a very hmm. romantic podcast do right? you consider yourself a romantic person
2: no <laughs> oh straight in <laughs> we haven't even said really hello by the way hi coco. <laughs> <laughs> hi hello everyone hi. hi coco <laughs> hi 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 lovely uh to be here thank you for having me thank um... you so much for being here
1: thank you now, Gráinne, do ask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we consider ourselves a very romantic podcast. Yes. Do you consider yourself a romantic? I'm going to say no. And the reason for that is not because I'm
3: dead inside. Well, I mean, I may be. That, that is possible. But I just think that the concept of romance often means, like, sentimentally things. And I'm not really one for sentimental. I'm one of those people that is more, like, fiercely loyal will like be at the end of the call, we'll listen to you cry, hold your hair back, but I probably will maybe forget your birthday. Do you know what okay. I mean? And for me, I think yeah. that is more important than the yeah. like, I don't know, whatever it is, the, you know, having one song and getting it played on the restaurant when you're there or whatever, like, that's just not really me, but um, yeah, yeah, very yeah. much a ride or die person. I guess it means what... Yeah, I I put the question back to you. What do you mean by romantic?
1: Someone's a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. In your heart oh out, God. Paxman. <laughs> Answer the question. Answer the question. <laughs> um, I, I guess I think romance is, God, this, I think it's like being vulnerable, isn't it? It's about being like, I. I care about you and I'm going to allow myself to really sort of like commit to a genuine interaction with how I'm feeling.
2: Mm, okay.
3: that makes sense. Well Indeed. that sounds like very kind of soul-to-soul connection and I'm very pro mm. that. So yes, well, there in that you respect, go, guys. I it's am just, a romantic.
2: It's just semantics. I, I mean like a classic should... thing
3: that people say is like, oh you know an example, right? So like, oh, me and my me and my boyfriend, we went on like a sort of romantic weekend away. And then when you unpick mm-hmm. what the romantic weekend away is, it's like these sort of set piece things like, oh, you yeah. know, we made we made sweet love by candlelight and then smothered each other in ice cream. I personally don't want ice cream on my sheets or on myself that's me i just think it's messy Mm, and turns sour and then maybe smells a bit you know it's just not for me Mm. but and so that's it's the set pieceness of it that i don't like but yeah
1: the the soul to soul stuff is very nice the performative stuff where it just feels like you're in paris so you do eiffel tower you hold a croissant rather than genuineness
3: yeah that thing where you like in the Lady and the Tramp, whether you they eat one pasta. That's very cute in the thing, but if you actually tried that, nightmare, mate.
2: Yeah, it's really hard to find to... a piece of pasta that long as well. They're really short. <laughs> you have to be a small dog. It doesn't work with humans. It's useless.
1: Yeah. <laughs> About ten seconds they should... done. They should have done it with a fried egg instead. Oh. Jesus. you're right. <laughs> what? How would that work? No, I just always thought it'd be so funny if the two of them were like eating at like the two ends of a fried egg, and then and then they hit the yolk, the yolk at the same time, Ugh. and it bursts. Okay,
3: all right, okay, the so money can, shot. So we're all agreed that like the set piece, cliche, romantic stuff we don't like. So I'm just, I'm just curious about your own. You know, you said you're both romantic people, so what would you consider a gesture
2: of romance? I can do the cliche and, stuff if it's fun. I think, it, I think, I think it can be fun. I might, I don't think it's good to have to. I don't think it's good if one or both of you or either of you are doing it just to perform it. Someone buying me flowers is genuinely a nice thing. Yes. Intent. Hint, yeah. <laughs> hint, if someone is listening. I always like a bouquet of flowers. If that happens to be on Valentine's Day, so be it. Yeah. But I'm happy with yeah. it. And that's a very traditional romantic thing. But it's also really nice. Flowers are really pretty. I like getting them. <laughs> same same goes for any diamond in any shape or form I'm happy with. <laughs> that's fine by me. Also, yeah, hint, yeah. hint. So I think some, <laughs> of the, um, some of the traditional things, you know, a nice meal out at your nice restaurant, I think... What is different though is that you have to do what you actually. Your nice restaurant might just be the local Vietnamese down the road, which for me mm-hmm. it is, for instance, someone else's might actually be a five hundred pound dinner at the Ivy. Yeah, doing the Ivy when you want to beat the Vietnamese or vice versa. I think that's the problem you're talking about when you're following the rules you've been yeah. seeing on TV. When actually you just want to do whatever you find it, which is not ever ice cream, guys. Whatever it is, <laughs> do not get cocoa involved in ice cream anywhere but inside the mouth. It's just, it's just a mess, everyone. It's just a, it's a, a mess. mess. <laughs> tip um, Try sorbet.
1: <laughs> Speaking of classic romantic moments, your couple, go. Coco. Oh, yes, is... sorry. We digress.
2: A queen a a treat
1: Ah, treat. So as okay. always, chantelle doesn't know who the couple is before okay. we record the podcast. But I have prepared some clues as a little map to see if she finds oh. the, this treasure of a couple. I'm very okay. so, nice good. I can tell you that they officially got together in the summer of 1979. 1979 let me set the scene it was the year the US and China established full trading relations the Shah of Iran is ousted and Superman is top of the box office but something else sensational inspirational celebrational was happening and a couple confirmed we all really know love makes muppets of us all oh
2: god okay Oh, wow. There's, I can hear where the hints are in what you just said. I can tell where the hints are, and yet they're not helping me. I mean, I the Charlotte of a round
3: reference, that is a curveball.
2: I mean, the,
1: yeah, right? if I don't get it from that, it's why would you do this show? We don't know what was influencing this couple when they got yeah. together. We don't know what they were thinking about.
2: Oh, God. Okay, so it's okay. I think the Muppets is a big vibe here and the The sensation What did you say? Sensational. inspiration That. uh, That's ringing a bell, but it's not. I can't place the bell. I can just hear the bell. Okay. I got nothing. Okay. Are they? Oh, I got nothing. I'm blank. It's. I'm rusty and I'm blank. I got nothing. Are they actors? Are we dealing with actors? I mean,
1: they are. Yeah, they kind of are actors.
2: Yeah, that is. They
1: are. Yeah. They're like a Uh, duo.
2: They're a tag team.
1: Yeah. Are they real? Yes. Is it is it is real people. It's
2: not like Kermit and Miss Piggy or something. It is, <laughs> it is Kermit and Miss Piggy. T- 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 <laughs> is it Kermit and Miss Piggy? <laughs> <Very> <laughs> That's where I originally went with You said Muppets. but I thought, I, we've never done a non-real... This is amazing. Well, this is my favourite. I'm finding your use of non-real offensive and problematic. I understand that and I do take it back. I do take it back. It's, this is fantastic because I've always thought, I've always been waiting for someone to suggest Miss Piggy as um, someone to be with Cher because that seems like a perfect yeah. match. So I think she's the patron saint of this uh, podcast
1: for me. What a great yeah. choice. Thank you. Uh, so Thank you. Why, when we asked you to be on this podcast, why <laughs> was this troublesome duo who's never quite managed to get the timing right? What was it about this relationship <laughs> this so that you found so fascinating? So,
3: I don't want to sound like I'm an adult woman that is watching loads and loads of Muppet stuff. I'm not but I mean it's it's on around Christmas yeah and we all kind of grew up with it mm. and you know I, I, I sort of like them as a as a pair and they was like there was a couple of new oh, I think yeah. there's maybe a new Muppets movie coming out so they were doing some like press junkets and there was like an interview that they did recently being like wow you know we're not really that's me trying to be Kermit mm. um you know we're not really a couple anymore these days or whatever <laughs> it is they always recycle this Narrative, and I just got me thinking about them. Like God, they are the original kind of. Will they or Won't they couple? They really, <laughs> they really are. And also, they like are. you know, if you think about the time, this is. Um, I, am I allowed to get have like a deep moment? I'm going to do, do, um, do a deep moment. Do a deep moment. Do a deep moment. We're doing a deep. um yeah. When you think about when they got together, that was like 1979. That was like the onset of kind of like modern feminism. And Miss Piggy comes along, and in in many ways, she sort of is this kind of modern feminist character she's like extremely confident she's got she has her own money she's quite vain but then there's also that kind of thing where you're slightly making fun of her and I don't know the fact that she's a pig she's not stylized like you know like in all the Disney movies when they sort of make an inanimate object slightly sexy and feminine like oh look Uh that sexy cup Look at that sexy fish. She's not quite got that. And so I wasn't sure if maybe there was a kind of joke there that she's like unattractive. She's but she's even if she is, she's ugly, but she loves herself. And I just think she is a as a figure. And then obviously there's the relationship with Kermit, who's always positioned as a cool guy. But in in a number of the films, like at at one point he like stands her up at the altar. He's like chops and changes about whether they're together, whether they're not. He's like the emotionally unavailable guy that's kind of positioned as the good guy because he, he does nothing bad, but he doesn't also do anything. And so like, I just feel that they're kind of, they tap into a lot of really modern experiences in relationships. And I think Miss Piggy herself can be sort of held up as like a, she has changed along with the times of being a modern woman as well. My last, my last deep point is that in two thousand, I've actually got it up, guys. I've got an article that Miss Piggy wrote. She's Can I just say this is researched. why
1: we, this is why we make this podcast. <laughs> Moments like this, I love it that we're right. both exactly. like <laughs> getting really upset thinking about what Miss Piggy's been through.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, so she wrote an article in Time called uh why i am a feminist pig in 2015 obviously you know it was promo for a thing but it's really curious some of the lines that she talked about which is she talks about like okay yeah fine it's true that i didn't march down fifth avenue but i do shop there all the time and isn't that fabulous and she's sort of like kind of making fun of this idea of the like just it, the woman who is untouched by real life because she's yeah. like glamorous and has money being a feminist leader And actually, like, flash forward now to to whatever year we're in. What are we in? 2022? There's quite a lot of conversations about whether the kind of, like, royals or the celebrities can be these great spokespeople for women and be our great ambassadors. And whether there's something uncomfortable there with them having all their privilege and wealth and stuff. And here's Miss Piggy
2: in 2015 making fun of it. So, yeah, I don't know. I think
3: she's a bit of a legend,
2: mate. I think yeah. you're a total legend. I had also... I'll tell you what threw me for guessing them is I had no idea they were that recent. 1979. In my mind, yeah. they were around, like, from the 60s. I'm blown away that they're that recent of a couple. 43 years? I mean,
1: this is nothing. This is incredible. 43 so years talk- still relevant. Still, re- <laughs> Jason still relevant. Jason and Affleck could, would wish, would <laughs> wish for this level of revel- relevancy.
2: Honestly, tell me... So, okay, do, so- do we have much history of how they met? <laughs> Okay,
1: so let's, before we go any further, I know what our listeners are thinking. Oh, yes, of course, of course. What about their star signs? So, Miss about <laughs> she's June 14th. She is a Gemini. Oh, 9th cancel. of May.
2: <gasps> oh, my God, that's my
1: birthday. Do not like Geminis? Nobody likes Geminis. That's the sort of,
3: I didn't make that rule. That was not me. But as I understand oh, well, it, that is the rule.
2: Are ne- neither of us are Gemini's, I don't think, but my but my yeah. my my dear departed mother is a Gemini, so maybe that's why. <laughs> so no <one> likes <laughs> you know what? This is just add a tangent. I mean, like you
3: know, I I like a star sign, you know, for a bit of fun as the next person, but I'm not like massive into it. But a friend of mine who's just moved to New York has said that it's really really big to the point oh, where when she's looking at like flat share adverts, they'll be like, "No, Gemini's <laughs> like do not apply oh, for really? a Gemini." Like you know what? To that level, yeah.
2: A listener of ours is a Scorpio, and she's a friend of mine that has said that we're a bit of an anti-Scorpio podcast. We always like, mmm, Scorpios. So <laughs> maybe it's time we gave the Scorpios a yeah. break and went a bit anti-Gemini. So okay, screw yeah. it's now anti We're both. But May 9th, <laughs> well, that is my birthday. I had no idea I shared my
1: birthday with Kermit.
2: <gasps> yeah Maynard. this is amazing. i'm so
1: excited he's a taurus king so according to the stars above coco what percentage compatibility do you think these two crazy characters have
3: based on their star signs i reckon yeah. you're looking yeah. at a kind of mm, uncomfortable 80 percent where it's like mm. enough to get by but actually isn't really all there okay or,
1: what... interesting chantelle
2: i'm saying lower i'm saying uh I think Gemini and Taurus don't get along, according to what I learned from this podcast. I'm thinking the twin vibe versus the earthy Taurus. I'm going to say like 22%. Wow,
1: that is very low. Well, so Taurus, that's Kermit, has a deep need for physical touch. But Gemini, Piggy, needs intellectual stimulation and doesn't care that much about spending time in somebody's arms. While Taurus, Kermit, could stay at home all day long cuddling with their sweetheart and ordering food, Gemini, Miss Piggy, would like to go out. Geminis get bored and Taurus get annoyed by the lack of emotional reliability. Mm.
2: 5%. 5%. No wonder they're all up and down, these two. Piggy wants to go out on the town and Kermit wants to stay home and Netflix and chill. Well, yeah. Kermit's had quite a few other lovers, though, is not
3: he, in the duration of The Muppets. Yeah, well, okay. famously. So we'll, we'll get into that. We are okay, getting
1: Sorry, oh, Don't you worry about that. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs>
1: So let's have a look at their, their back story. So uh, Kermit's is the most sort of like, we don't really know as much about Kermit's backstory as we do about Piggy. He's kind of more reticent in interviews, but we do know that he grew up with thousands of siblings in a swamp. <laughs> so I'm just thinking like he's he's a very steady character. So I don't know about like having that many siblings. Maybe he kind of had to be quite stable or maybe he mm-hmm. kind of felt like he didn't get enough attention. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a lot of siblings grew up in a swamp and um, he met a TV, or he met a film producer on a rowing boat who told him to move to Hollywood and he chose to follow that journey because he wants to make people happy. Uh, that's Garmin's backstory. Miss mm-hmm. okay. Piggy, she was born above a butcher shop in a very small town. Uh, she has a bit of a troubled sort of family background she said mm. her dad chased after so uh, other pigs and her mother had so many piglets she never found time to develop her mind mm. then her dad died in a tractor accident when she was really young and her mother wasn't that nice to her she said she found growing up in a small town very humbling and said i don't like being humble so i got out fast yeah that sounds so like i feel the... like she's more of a scrambler she's had to i feel like kermit has had it relatively easy, but Piggy has had to fight for everything. Mm. She's had to hustle. So she left home as a teenager after graduating charm school, worked in a department store. Then she was forced to pose for some ads, including a bacon product to survive. Then she started Defensive. entering beauty pageants. She said uh, life was really hard because people got all the jobs and pigs had to take what were left. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she, I wouldn't say she took a stage name Laverne. She entered a beauty contest and it was during her beauty contest career at Bogan County Fair weirdly enough hosted by Elliot Gould that she met <laughs> Kermit. God what a, what a turn Elliot of events. This is yeah. pure yeah. luck of it. Yeah. Oh well. Wow. <laughs> this is like slightly post barber Streisand Slightly So she met Kermit at this fair. Was it Was it Sparks at first sight? So she saw him in the crowd and that was it. That was that it. That was it. Okay, now here's something that I think I'm going to just, I think it's interesting. As I'm just going to put a little pin on it. Okay. She saw him, her eyes were like, oh my God, who is this handsome stranger? He also locks eyes with her mm-hmm. and says, Fozzie Bear, his friend, starts talking to him and he says, not now, Fozzie. So oh, later so was... when it's all like, oh, she likes me, but I don't like her. But actually From the start the two of them liked each other. Yeah, I
2: always i I've always had that idea about Kermit. He's always trying to pretend that like he's the poor hard done by guy who like Miss Piggy won't leave alone and oh poor little Kermit could leave whenever he wants. He never actually breaks up with her. He loves it. And the minute she actually
1: would stop and go on and get someone else, he would be dead of jealousy. He loves it. Mm-hmm. But do you think, Coco, that sort of idea of like if you're a big, strong woman with personality, that there are certain types of men who like like the idea of it, but also then kind of resent it a little bit as well?
3: Well, I mean, Kermit's shtick. He's always like, oh, you know... Piggy wears the trousers and he just does whatever Piggy says and he sort of like doesn't take responsibility for the fact that he has a stake in this relationship. And this relationship has helped make him very famous. Not trying to be mean. Kermit's great Mm -hmm. and I'm sure it is not easy being green. I have no doubt about that. But... You know the the the, the duo, the pick this like Sunny and Share and Salt and Pepper. I can't think of any more famous duos. But you know what I mean. Like I feel like he doesn't give her credit for that. And so to return to your question, do I think if you're a big strong woman, that is something that happens to you? Yeah, I think probably quite ha- happens quite a bit. I think you are characterised as being this kind of maelstrom of chaos, but actually people don't know that behind the scenes, you're nourishing, people being around you, living in your life can be great and beneficial and there's a charm to you. And it's quite easy to put that woman down, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so she immediately falls in love with him. He asks her for an ice cream and she interprets it as, oh. let's go to Hollywood together. Because at this stage, who the puppet who hasn't even started, they're both unknown. So they both decide to head to Hollywood together. Mm-hmm. On the way, they have a romantic meal together weirdly of steve Aww. martin is their is their waiter oh now, excellent kermit it, oh he's so cute and so kermit orders champagne which again is a sign he's trying to impress her he orders yeah. champagne they're just about to kiss when <gasps> piggy gets a phone call from her agent and leaves mm-hmm. so this is so she's a career woman she's a career she's had to hustle she hasn't had sorry, like, oh, I kermit sorry i want to move to hollywood and that somebody saying oh go move to hollywood she's had to hustle she has to, yeah. She has, she has her priorities to check.
2: If we're doing, if we're doing um,
3: Kermit Advocate for a moment, we are talking, because we know loads about Kermit and Piggy because they've been in our lives for so long. We know sure. where it all ended up. But right now at this moment, they're beginning life as a couple. He's. They're having this intimate moment. He's gone out of, I don't know if he regularly has champagne as a sort of swamp living amphibian, but, it. you know, exactly he's making the effort and she gets up and takes a call maybe in that moment he's like well you know what i'm always going to be second best to the piggy show, aren't I?
2: You know what? You're right. And also, I have to say, as feminists, I'm going to be honest with you. I think if a guy did that on a date, we wouldn't be saying, oh, he's career focused. He's hustling. We'd be like, oh, my no, God. No, no, exactly. How could he? How could he leave this woman behind? That's so rude, blah, blah, blah. So, as much as it is like she has to put she's hustling. I get it. I also, I'm with you. I'm with you, Coco, that I'd yeah. be a bit like, mate, it's your first date. Put the phone away. Put the phone yeah. away, piggy. Come on. Put it away. Even if Steve Martin brings it to you, I presume back those before mobile phones. So they called the restaurant. So they're really eager to get hold of. Her, but still, be like, I'm on a date. I'll talk to you later. Imagine being Steve
3: Martin, and you're like, "It's
2: me, Steve Martin." And they're like, "Not you, mate. I need yeah Miss Piggy." He's a third wheel on this one.
3: <laughs> Going to hang up so, his career.
1: Um, there's a bit of a complication. She's away for ages. He thinks she's stood him up. He's really crushed. No, Luckily, turns Kermit. out she hasn't stood him up. She's been kidnapped. So oh, he goes oh, oh, to try and God. save her. He gets kidnapped too by Mel Brooks oh, and. But then she rescues him using her kung fu moves. Of course, oh, yes. she loves kung fu. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: And she's there, She so gets. Bond- a sort of extra- and maybe they. Um. Do you think they had a sort of a trauma bonding experience? Then is that maybe what brought them closer together? Trauma bonding is a big deal. It's hard to break a trauma mm-hmm. bond. So if that if that was there right in the early, that explains how they can't like, can't quite get yeah. away from each other. You know.
3: Yeah. 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 I could see that. I, I would imagine and- as well. You know that moment when. Miss Piggy whips out the come-through moves. I don't know if Kermit sees it, but that must be also very kind of, like, overwhelming, you know. I don't know. You just with someone, you're having dinner, and then they're, like, you know, high-kicking. It's confusing. It's, it's a very also,
2: it does speak volumes of Kermit, though, that he's not, like, thrown off by that, because a lot of men would be like, oh, that's emasculating, being saved by a woman. But he's, he's yeah. into it. He likes it. So he likes after, a strong woman. Just,
1: just after this happens, they're about to kiss. Oh, once again, here gets, we go. She gets a phone call from oh, her agent. Oh Bloody phone. What are you doing, Piggy? Do these two ever get to consummate their relationship? Just about to kiss. She gets a phone call from her agent. She's been booked for a commercial. She's out of there. She's gone. Okay. Kermit. I is... put this out there now. I don't know the rest of
2: the story, but I feel like this agent has it in for Kermit and his piggy. <laughs> scene.
1: If like, the agent fancies Kermit, I'm just putting it out there. Conspiracy. So he's absolutely devastated. Uh, he's like, all right, she doesn't like me. It's over. Now, luckily, he does meet her later on. She's hitchhiking. I don't know what happened with Ad. But he's hurt and no longer trusts her. But then he takes a lot of the responsibilities in a difficult place at the moment. Because he's like, all my friends, Mm -hmm. I'm the reason why everybody's going to Hollywood. This hasn't worked out. So he's in a sort of a bad Mm headspace. Then luckily, they get to Hollywood. And he signs the standard rich and famous contract. So... So now he's... they're working together. They're in a
2: working situation. Excellent. Okay. Kind of wrote in her coattails, but all right. I'll let it slide. Go on.
1: So it's at this stage, they start working together on the Muppet Show. They still and haven't kissed then, yet, by the way. They still haven't kissed yet. Oh, they still haven't God. quite defined what their relationship is. They're working on the Muppet Show and during the this this is my god the set of the Muppet Show forget Lee the set of the Muppet (laughs) Show must have been such a nightmare because so many games have been played so here's some example of some of the things Piggy did to try and I think sort of cement what was going on in the relationship because again they still don't really know so she wrote a comedy sketch involving a wedding between her and Kermit she got Scooter to trick Kermit into signing a, a, red, a wedding license and then hired a real minister for the sketch
2: wow Peggy that is, so is yikes is this desperate behaviour or is this imperative I mean, behaviour it's pretty bad
3: <laughs> wait hang on so I've just got this clear in my mind she organised a wedding for a sketch
1: yeah did did they did they complete the wedding no so just before he said that i do bit he realized what was going on and in, he introduced the musical guest i mean yeah that would be <laughs> yeah yeah you sort of and like, oh, now we go to bruno mars yeah
2: yeah a non-consensual wedding is not not cool piggy that's not good that's, that's
1: not a, that's not a way to get a man to marry you Coco if you were Piggy's friend what would and she told you okay you know this guy that I'm working with and it's kind of a little bit up in the air I figured out a way to finally figure out how he feels about me Mm -hmm. I'm gonna pretend it's a joke sketch but I've actually got a real minister I just don't
3: believe I don't believe that Miss Piggy has as much power over the show as that would in entail i mean if she is able to create these sketches off her own whim then she is not just a co-star she's kermit's boss she runs the show which i think puts a whole new spin on this entire relationship now i'm feeling very alarmed and unnerved for kermit and his safety yeah i just don't believe that she could she could do that that's that's madness that's absolute
1: madness yeah, it's not it's the producers, really, who yeah. greenlit it. Well, maybe this is going to be like
3: one of these, uh, you know, like so many discussions at the minute about reality TV and how it's kind of unscrupulous. Maybe mm-hmm. the two of them are the original kind of big brother candidates. You know what I mean? Like they are just yeah. being manipulated, puppet mastered by the producers mm-hmm. to, to, to experience these These things for our entertainment.
2: Savage. Imagine those two, those two being puppet mastered as well, which is just hard to imagine. (laughs) Really hard to imagine that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So that's not the only thing she did. So she kind of wound Kermit up a little bit. There's a period where she was planting too many rumours about her and Kermit's relationship in the press that she briefly got fired from the show. Oh, Piggy. Kicked her off the show. God, this is a mm. rough she, time for Piggy. Okay, then she she got the she paid the audience to cheer her. So this is some of the attempts she she made to try and get Kermit to sort of see her in the romantic, long-term relationship yeah. way. She paid the audience to cheer so that Kermit would notice her more. Then uh, oh, she that is so sh- sad. <laughs> that is really, really sad. It that is. is. I mean, she couldn't even ask
2: them, but she had to actually pay them to do it. That's not cool. <laughs> well, that's really sad. That
3: reminds me of like you remember that? What was that, Christina? Aguilera song, uh, "And Beautiful" that one. Yeah, and it was like weird that she was singing it so impassioned, but obviously she is beautiful, and you knew inside, yeah. like, "Wow, Christina, if you're singing this song, there's something that's gone wrong here with your self-esteem."
1: That's exactly. that's how I feel about this. But Piggy doesn't need to pay people to cheer. No, Piggy. Yeah,
3: something's gone horribly it's a, wrong.
1: It's just like famous people are the most insecure. It's so true. I don't know who she has, um, and then true. apparently. Kermit saw her in these shoes and he complimented her on how well she looked in the shoes even though they were too small for her feet. So even though she was in agony, her little trotters, she kept them on. So... Obviously, working on a show together, there's a lot of celebrities, so obviously, there was a lot of jealousy, a lot of, of famous course. people coming in. So, this was like a big element of their relationship as well. And mm-hmm. um, one time, Miss Piggy got so jealous because Kermit's crush, Linda Ronstad, came on the show well, that she locked tough. Kermit inside a trunk. God, it's really tough to be a Miss Piggy fan listening to this, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm finding it hard to
2: agree with a lot of her behaviour.
3: Yeah, I mean, it is slightly more, it's definitely more outlandish than I remembered. Yeah, sort of I seem to... sort feeling that I have towards her, I
2: in don't my really mind, like, the sort of intimate partner violence that is sort of being That's right. In my mind, Kermit was a bit of a wet rag. I was like, oh, come on, Kermit, get on with it. But now I'm sort of seeing his side of the story
1: a lot more. This is kind of changing my world a bit. (laughs) But then Miss Piggy also had a few dalliances with her co-stars. So here are some celebrities who appeared on the show that she was linked with. Oh, here we go. Peter Ustinoff, Christopher Reeve. Yes. John Denver, John Risher. And apparently she also had a brief fling with Dudley Moore. Are all those men dead? I'm just
2: saying. (laughs) Does does Miss Piggy have a curse on people? I'm pretty sure all of them die, like, (laughs) relatively young. (laughs) No wonder Kermit didn't want to kiss her. He wouldn't be with us anymore.
1: So, okay. So imagine we've got a time machine, Coco. Mm -hmm. And it's the, we're going to say early 80s. Mm -hmm. You get a phone call. Miss Piggy and Kermit Mm -hmm. are inviting you for a night out on the town. What do you imagine a date night with Miss Piggy? and Kermit, during their pomp, the height of their will they won't they relationship. What do you imagine that to be like?
3: Well, it's funny you say that, because when we were talking, then I was like, God, Miss Piggy, what are you doing? This is actually disturbing and distressing. There's another part of me that was like, you know, people always say, it was a different time. And I just feel like, exactly. you know, it was a different time. And the Muppets was a wild show. People were doing all kinds of things. People living in trash can... Oh, no, no that's Sesame no, that, Street. Was, that was Sesame Street. Century, Okay, yeah, what, uh, people... Looking, I can't think of any other things to related to the Muppets right now, and that's very unnerving for me. But you know what I mean. It was there was it was eccentric things happening.
1: Yeah, animal, just, animal, animal was just playing drums. Just mental. Yeah, animal, yeah. animal did things in the seventies. You did a lot of things. Now. Yeah. Gonzo, with that nose, come on. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: um, so I would imagine that if I went out with them, it would be a kind of paparazzi. Affair. I think intentionally for Piggy, they would want to be seen. And I I could just sort of imagine it would be a little bit like the sort of last days of disco. Do you know what I mean? Like just one of those crazy nights that it's just always slightly close to death or some sort of unnerving, chilling thing that will happen. How
2: do you imagine Um, them being as a couple on the night?
3: I mean, well, this is the thing. What we're so used to is the the Piggy character being very sort of like hot and heavy and Kermit being this sort of like, the everyman he's just like me and you he's like you know getting swept up in it and i would kind of what i would love is to see this other side of kermit Mm. i'd love to see him coming out bringing the bottle of champagne or him coming home with the i don't know you know i know we're going to talk about their partners um a little bit later but there was one kermit partner called denise who was like a looked Mm. basically like a young piggy so the classic going out with the younger model and there's a part of me that was like you know I could just sort of see him coming through, jacket open, glasses, arm around his shoulder of Denise, and that being the drama and the and the sort of yeah, I can I can sort of smell it happening in the Viper rooms.
2: I see yeah. you going home with um with with Miss Piggy crying. I see you and her. I see yeah. you and Piggy going home together, in Kermit staying. No at way, the man. Club. If it, if it was you know if
3: I was a single woman, I'd be going home with Animal. Oh, okay. Ooh. Watch out,
2: this fantasy just got better. All right. <laughs>
1: I Move imagine, on. I imagine a big entourage. I imagine Fozzie's there, obviously, mm-hmm. and I, I imagine always feeling like you're saying things are about to turn. I imagine yeah. Piggy will go from like I'm having a brilliant time, whoa, 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 to crying toilets, drama, throwing things.
2: Yeah, It reminds me a lot of when we did uh, Sam Ronson and Lindsay Lowen. I see a very similar vibe. I see like a very one kind of person being like, hey, we're trying to have a nice night, and then the Lindsay Lowen Miss Piggy character just kind yeah. of creating the drama themselves, enjoying the drama, you know, finding things to be jealous about, finding things to be upset about, and ultimately just wanting to be the centre of all the drama and attention and succeeding, but at, but at a cost to themselves.
0: The,
3: the I, Lindsay Lohan-Miss Piggy comparison is really interesting because yeah.
2: Lindsay Lohan, I've
3: got a spot for Lindsay Lohan, just for clarity, are clearly like chaotic, destructive women. Mm. But... Um, Lindsay Lohan was a child star, and I think that messes you up. And actually, Piggy, sounds like she was as well. Maybe yeah, she was yeah. thrust into the limelight, too young, you know, no guidance. All she's really got is this green guy. Similar pig.
2: difficult parenting
3: yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, shop, that sounds quite difficult when you're a pig.
1: That's right. Do you think, because you know she's very chaotic and she's very insecure, do you think she, she's just reacting to kermit been very um confusing in the messages he's sending her and maybe she would instead of like blaming her we should be going like why is she acting like this like why couldn't kermit just explicitly just say, commit you yeah just like commit one way what or the ha- other
3: ha- yeah interesting about it as the audience is that like almost their dysfunctionality is what you liked and you sort of rooted for it and that was yeah I, like it's just strange that we were just children watching that like you know Kermit really was well within his rights to be like listen Piggy I love you there's lots about you that's great but this is you know there are moments where you scare me genuinely and I think we need to have a chat Fozzie's here Mouser's here this is an intervention I'm really sorry I've had to get the producers you know those guys from the stands in the opera house I don't know what their names are they're here. you know maybe guys, that yeah. that
2: was what they needed to do Mm-hmm. Yeah, he never kind of puts his foot down either way. That's a thing. Yeah. Like you were saying, as much as I'm a bit like, maybe don't lock him in the closet. Maybe don't try to marry him without his consent. Fine. Are these things illegal? Yes, they are. But it's also emotionally <laughs> illegal, I would say, to string along someone yeah. for this many years.
1: Yeah. So the puppet Show ends, but they carry on working together. Mm-hmm. They make films. Again, there's a lot of drama on the set of these films. So Parody, on the set of the puppet Show Treasure Island, she has a brief on-set fling with tim curry and in the dvd commentary tim curry says about their time together it didn't go very well the relationship it didn't survive the shoot she felt that i wasn't being faithful to her mm-hmm. and i said i'm playing a sailor and a sailor has a girl in every port yeah. at least you're the only pig then i made the mistake of calling her a silly sausage
2: oh
3: silly Ooh. sausage
2: that is
1: low blow that is a really low blow i think oh.
2: she's, she's she's up for silly,
1: kermit
3: as well she's... I wonder so then if she t- just like, she's just desperate for like, you know,
2: approval and just someone to be like, yes, I am yours. I promise. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. also, does she like the thrill of the chase? You know, if Kermit did finally say, I love you, let's be together, let's get married, let's do it. Would she get bored of that? Does she like having to chase them all the time? Mm.
1: Mm. So in an interview in 2005, Piggy said they were married in our hearts. So again, they're keeping us guessing. They're being very vague about. They're always sort of like being very vague about the actual
3: status of the relationship. Very conscious uncoupling that language, isn't it?
1: Yeah, married yeah. in our heart. Yeah, but, exactly. Okay. Yeah.
3: Hmm. So Did
1: during this time, they spent quite a lot of time apart. Miss Piggy moved to Paris to briefly edit French Vogue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course. Um, then her and Kermit reconnected when he needed her help saving the old Muppet Show studio. Then while they're working on this together, they discover they both kept a photograph of that sketch where they pretend, well, he thought it, they were pretending to get married, but they really get married. Yeah. They realized they both kept the same copy oh. of the picture this is and so he this kept Piggy's side. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. She, he'd always kept the, the side with Piggy and she'd always kept the side with Kermit. Ugh. And I think at that moment, I don't know what there was so much time had passed but there was a brief moment where kermit i think was able to really tell her how he felt and he said that he he admitted that he needed her he missed her and that maybe he doesn't need the whole world to love him he just needs one person oh Oh.
3: if only you would have said that sooner but we can't blame him. she is a difficult woman to love in many respects but so wait so hang on because I was under the impression that the, the the kind of piggy 4.0, I don't know how many 0.0s there's been, mm-hmm. is one that I find really interesting where she sort of, you know, in the late tens, what, what do we call that decade, by the way? Tens? Teens. teens. Tens. Tens. In the late teens. teens, she sort of reinvents herself as this kind of modern woman who doesn't need a man. She's editing French Vogue. She's writing articles for Time magazine, calling herself a feminist pig. I kind of like that for her. I feel like she yeah. she kind of metamorphosized into a calm happy place but it sounds like actually she they're back together again and it's all back to the same thing interesting
1: maybe maybe it's because she had really found herself and she didn't need kermit and she'd establish a career outside of the muppets that maybe she was different and she changed and kermit suddenly could see her for who she really was
3: what are they doing for work at the minute? I feel like since Pixar came in, they're probably, you know, well, so, running
1: low. So they did briefly reunite. They started working together on a, a Muppet show for ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, well, before they started working on the Muppet show, Piggy had been linked to Toe for Oh. They nice. both were working on a Civil War movie together. <laughs> Oh, and she was linked to him. Then they started working on the 2015 series, The Muppets. Mm-hmm. And that's when they an- officially announced their splish. Oh. Right, okay. So they, they gave an official statement. They said, after careful thought, thoughtful consideration and considerable squabbling, we have made the difficult decision to terminate our romantic relationship. Oh. So Piggy said in a statement, dating moi is like flying too close to the sun. It was inevitable that Kermit would drop down to the ground while I stayed in the heavens. Ooh, wow. That is an ending. So remember, everyone at home, write that down for when someone you love dumps you. That is how you
2: say it. I'm going to remember uh, Kermit, that.
1: Kermit countered, after careful thought, thoughtful consideration, considerable squabbling, Miss Piggy's made the difficult decision to terminate our romantic relationship. So
3: it seems like she finished. She ended it. I don't like that. That's so classic Kermit, though, isn't it? Like, she made the decision. Yeah, like, right. Come on. Like, take
2: responsibility
3: mm. for your role in this, Kermit.
2: He never has. He never has. Mm. But probably because he probably has been, like, you know, emotionally scarred by, you know, yeah. all the illegal, abusive things she did to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he yeah. probably finds it quite... Um, so there's a kind of empowerment in him blaming her for this, rather than, as always, being the one saying, oh, I couldn't commit. So maybe there is a kind of... Maybe there's a growth here for Kermit himself yeah, and he maybe, maybe found and maybe, himself.
3: Maybe what would be really nice if he sort of, at some point, gets to have that moment being like, do you know what? That was a toxic relationship. Yeah. And I personally... I'm going to assert my own needs and my own self-worth and say, I'm glad not to be with this piggy um, anymore.
2: And also, yeah. And also, I mean can i just say from what i can gather they still never kissed in what 40 i mean i think 40. they did i'm sure i have seen them kiss i have in my
1: mind a mental image of them kissing. i don't know i, th- <laughs> I think he's
2: got gr- green balls i guess <laughs> instead of blue balls something he's he's just, he's, he's getting desperate <laughs>
3: I'm going to google it right
1: now. I hope that's okay. Do you but do you think cuz a lot of the films they made together like The Muppets Take Manhattan, yes. Um, is a good Christmas example Carol, yeah. where it's like the films they are married in the films or they end so these are kind of I think like wish fulfillments that maybe in creating these films and plays together they can experience what it would be like a to finding without having to actually do kiss. it. Yeah, mm. in a safe place but not yeah. actually make that step themselves.
2: Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. After the splish,
3: oh, sorry, mm-hmm. Coco. You no, to- sorry, I was just going to say that I, uh, while we've been talking, I Googled kermit and miss piggy kiss and okay. the, the first yeah, we selection. Found some of weird that, sites i mean no. i mean yes it's <laughs> some of it's quite chilly. uh safe search is on as well oh, like, good, god good, good. i can't even imagine what it'd be but yeah no the, the, there are images of them kissing but i also noticed there are a number of images of miss piggy kissing kermit on the side of his face yes it's always, think,
2: mm, which is he's quite ki- um, he's always a passive person yes in their, yes, in their yes. oh dear Okay, I'm just going to say this: Is Kermit gay? I mean, I think it's sometime we have to answer this question. I think it's some. I, I think it's at least worth addressing. He's not not gay. There's something about him that screams. I think he's at least gay. Curious. Is that even a thing anymore? I think bisexual would be a vibe. Well, I mean, they were least. they
3: were a couple in the '70s where it was much harder to sort of be out in. Hollywood wasn't it so yeah. it, it, it it's not inconceivable
2: and then could, in 2015 yeah. it's becoming a bit more sort of you know every you can you can be out and proud a bit more in the public sphere I think now it takes time to say I'm officially single I'm just saying where's Fonzie Bear and all this yeah yeah we're thinking about they both wore bow ties a lot what was, that, what was under that hat that Fonzie was always wearing
1: <laughs> some toys so for him and Kermit he did, he did Kermit was briefly linked to the previously mentioned pig, Denise. Mm -hmm. Uh, Otherwise known as the first beard. (laughs) (laughs) So Coco, what do you, because I haven't seen that. So is Denise similar to Miss Piggy or is she sort of like a blander version of Miss Piggy? So Denise is, I would say
3: she's a more attractive Miss Piggy, but maybe that's just my eyes. hmm. But like, you know, Miss Piggy has like, I mean, we're just going classic Disney tropes here. So the classic Disney trope of the beautiful woman is that she has very sort of like, very kind of like a, Oval eyes, that almond, almost, almond almond, almond eyes, almonds. yeah, exactly. And looks like she's wearing a be- some beautiful winged eyeliner, right? Yep. That's what they. Do. That's what Denise's eyes look like. Compare that to Miss Piggy's eyes, which are always a little bit, a bit rounder. Denise has got slightly higher cheekbones so she's got all these kind of the traditional features yes, and, and, and which would be understood as more more attractive um and the, and she's styled in a way where she's in like a little crop top and stuff so my, I read her as being the sort of like hotter younger piggy I mean I just I found it really funny that uh, I think in the end if my memory serves Denise dumps Kermit which
2: is because Beautiful. he's gay. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think we're pushing. I'm with. The, I'm pushing the gay narrative. It hasn't been noticed yet. But I mean, if 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 I can't remember when
3: Denise came in, but if they got together in 1979, I mean Kermit and Piggy are probably in their sixties now, right?
1: Yeah. So
3: Denise, I mean, it's just your classic getting with the younger model. So yeah. Kermit. You're better than
1: that. You know, so you're better actually. than that. We've all like it's a classic thing, and I think entertainment for the male talent to date like other actors other comedians but sure. they always end up with a woman who works in the industry yeah you totally know, like yeah. a producer or an agent yeah some pr exactly so i was getting that vibes from from very that police. vibe yeah 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 uh, absolutely whereas miss Picky, she hasn't had any long-term relationship since the split with kermit but she has been linked to just briefly Jack Whitehall, and Josh Groban. God. Oh, golly. She needs
2: to get older. I'm sorry. These young boys ain't going to cut it. She needs a real man. She should call up Elliot Gould. See what he's doing these days. I think that'd be a fun couple. He was there right at the start. I would love that
3: for her.
1: All right. And uh, um, so I guess it's it's we've come to the part of the episode, Coco, where we ask right. you what everything has been needing up towards you know in Mm -hmm. every split there are winners and there are losers there's one Mm -hmm. that you're happy for there's one that you worry about in the split and i assume uh, by the time we record this episode they haven't got back together who knows (laughs) who knows (laughs) but in the split between miss piggy and kermit who thrived and who simply survived
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, it sounds like Kermit survived because he had to. She's the nightmare. I mean, I think him surviving would, was a great thing to do. He, he really came out just being alive, which seems good after the yeah. constant assaults. Um, so. But, yeah, no, actually, it's interesting because when we started this, I was like, yeah, I'm team Miss Piggy. She's amazing. She's the first independent woman. No, 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 no. And actually, as we've gone through it, I feel like, and just a little moment to sort of, you know, be serious for a bit I do know that they're Muppets and they've been scripted but even the way that she's been scripted like you know I don't know actually maybe not as maybe not the hero that I thought she was and Kermit mm. I think at the very least he's reliable dependable nice mm. uh, I think maybe I think maybe in the end of the day he came out on top in the hearts of the public
1: I think so you think he, he you I think, think he Kermit. thrived
3: yeah, I think, well, I mean, Fry, Fry seems wrong to describe what he went through. It certainly doesn't feel like thriving. But now that they are separated, I think that the esteem that Kermit should hold in our hearts mm-hmm. must be bigger than the esteem we hold for Piggy, who, you know, for all her great independence and the difficult time in the 70s, being a young piglet and all that, ultimately was kind of, uh, fell into a lot of, problematic behaviors that despite being you know independent and and a great role model also was like
2: you know kind of doing the same thing that
3: all the hysterical women do and so
2: yeah just I don't know I'm sort of rooting for Kermit now. I think yeah. I think Kermit, I think Kermit Kermit's undoubtedly the winner, unfortunately. And I say unfortunately because I, like you, Coco, I'm a big Miss Piggy. I, th- I think you, people can have, you know, layers. You can have nuances. Yes. Miss yeah, Piggy yeah. She's can be... A complex.
1: She's, she's complex. a complex
2: person. And I think she's very fabulous in many ways. You know, mm. I, I, I don't think Samantha Jones from Sex and the City would exist without a Miss Piggy, for instance. Absolutely. You know, she's an yeah, yeah. b- amazing character. And also probably why Kermit, who was gay, loved her is because she's fabulous. <laughs> so yeah, it does yeah. kind of make sense. But I will say this. I think it's hard to deny that Kermit has won. If you just think about, if you go to a house and someone has one of the Muppets, it's probably going to be a Kermit doll. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be Miss Piggy doll. It's not going to be, it's a Kermit. He's kind of, I have one in my living room. I've been to people's houses. He's like on posters. He's, merch-wise, I don't think you can top Kermit. So I think it's hard to deny he is... And you also you'll see a lot of Kermit on his own, like on talk shows and you know, mm-hmm. red carpet events. You don't see Miss Piggy as much. I personally think she's busy. Yeah. I'm sure she's asked and she's as busy or just not in the mood for it that day. But Kermit does seem to be out there a lot more.
1: Yeah, than- yeah, yeah. Miss Piggy. He, it's great because he's that one figure from the 70s that you don't hear anything bad about. <laughs> That's right. There hasn't been a Me Too Kermit moment. No, Just saying, hasn't. guys. No, 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 no.
2: He was right, so, yeah. you know. like it... He is controversy-free.
3: Yeah, yeah. They always said that. I mean, not. I'm not trying to compare Kermit to Barack Obama,
2: but
1: I remember... I do remember... most days. I do. I always do. I would be disappointed if you didn't. Yeah, there's a very really <laughs> obvious through line
2: there, yeah.
3: But I remember reading an article about how Barack Obama was one of the only scandal-free presidents. Now, obviously, you know, you're you not... Know, Forget the policies or whatever, I'm sure everyone's got different opinions of that. But just in terms of, like, a, an actual scandal, voter yeah. rigging, shagging someone, just didn't happen for him. And in a way, Kermit is a bit like that. He, he is. He's a scandal-free yeah. celebrity. Dignified. Quite, yeah double in a way maybe he is the true
2: role model <gasps> oh god no, i know so bad now well piggy locked him up and tried to fake marry yeah. him you know i mean we but got to say. That... no no no
3: it's the producers i blame the producers they okay. put her in that situation she was a young piglet in a difficult male-dominated human-dominated world and yeah okay
2: but
1: she didn't have to be perfect
2: That's yeah fine. she didn't have I'm... to be perfect we, yeah. we're okay with a villain here yeah
1: we're okay Coco, uh, before we let you go, we've got one more very important question go to Rick. ask you.
2: We do indeed. We ask all our guests, so regular <laughs> listeners will know. And I did actually mention her earlier on in this episode, but mm. um, there is a woman who, much like Miss Piggy, I believe, I think is too much woman for a lot of people, <laughs> and is unbelievably single. We always say we don't necessarily think she needs someone, simply that she deserves someone, she deserves mm. to be loved. Mm. Um, gender is not relevant in here, whether they're taken also not relevant, anyone would step aside. For their person to be with, the one, the only, Share. Can you find a partner for share? Oh my goodness me, that's so hard. It is, it's tough, there's a reason. You and get a phone call, the, oh, it's sure. She's like, who shall I sing? And you think, say, hi, is that Kermit? <laughs> I think maybe... Grania um, always recommends to go with your gut. Always yeah, just go with, your go with the first know. thing. The bones know,
3: the bones know. My instinct, actually it's funny you mentioned Kermit, because maybe Kermit, he's a decent guy. But yeah. my first instinct was Keanu Reeves. Oh, nice, Yeah. Have we had Keanu before? I feel like we've had
2: him before as well. He's a and he likes an older woman as well. Yeah, Yeah, he's a popular. He's an underrated pair, very popular. He's the boyfriend we should all be talking about. I agree. Exactly. Exactly. He's really coming to his own in his fifties, hasn't he? I know. He really has. I wasn't there when he was younger, but now I'm like, okay, Keanu. I did, a,
3: I did an article ages ago about, like, oh, age gap relationships and popular culture. And I remember looking into just the fanfare around Keanu Reeves having an age-appropriate mm. partner. Yeah. And it seemed, like, absurd at the time. But it, it really is a complete outlier. It, yeah. They're, yeah. They're just, there are so few examples. It's one thing if they got together young and they're similar age and they, they, they sort of, of age together. That's fine. But to actually... Actively choose a partner of the same age, being single at enough. I couldn't find an hour. Unheard of. Unheard of. Yeah. Unheard of. Yeah.
1: No, yeah he is you, a, he's a great choice. You said, choice. Um, "Oh, Keanu likes an older woman." It, he, she's not older. I think she's like just the same age as him. That's older. <laughs> that's Hollywood older. Hollywood, she's oh, she's Hollywood. over
2: thirty-five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. That's older. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> He'd find they Miss Piggy of- too. But <laughs> you find Miss Piggy too old. <laughs>
1: Coco, cool, cool. thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for having me. Glorious
2: couple choice. Thank you so, so, so iconic. much. Absolutely truly iconic, truly iconic.
3: No, no, um, thanks for having me. I can't believe that you've, you've left me here shattered my hero has been fulfilled. failed My That's what we do
2: though. That's what we do. Your villains can be heroes though. Where can our listeners find more of you and your amazing ideas?
3: <laughs> um gosh, well, I mean yeah, they can read my writing. Um I'm I'm best known for writing in the Guardian, but outside of that I do I like to dabble in some bits here and there. I'm working on a novel, which is a Ooh. comedy about uh basically entering the genteel halls of media and yeah i made it or otherwise just uh find me on twitter posting pictures of my cat what what's your twitter handle it's coco by name which at the time that i came up with it it was it was meant to sort of refer to this idea of coco by name coco by nature and then about a year later i was like that doesn't make any sense
2: But don't was think about it. it. No point. But I like <laughs> it. You know, what it is, is memorable. And that's what counts yeah. So you Twitter handle. Yeah. Yeah. So no one I else is taken it. Because, like, you know, it's one of
3: the, it's one of the last uh, remnants
2: of, of, you
3: know, setting something up when you're young. I mean, my, my yeah. first email addresses were terrible. It was like the one
1: and only for real london
3: Yeah, you know, i mean it was all crap like that and so i'm just glad that the one that i have isn't the one that's so... stuck
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good i think you i think you did
2: well i think you did thank well thank you thank you um, it's oh, not right, like coco for End dubs forever 2014
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no i probably did have that
2: you know <laughs> The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman
1: production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush. So email us on thewaytheywerepod@gmail.com at gmail.com
2: or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and or on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. And thanks to you for listening.
1: Until the next time,
2: goodbye. 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 The, the Way They Were.
0: were.